tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, hey, welcome After Buzzers to another How to Get Away with Murder After Show. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash TV, or check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Don't forget to leave a comment. We love to know what you guys are thinking. We love to know what you guys think of us, all that stuff. You can actually tweet us as well using hashtag A-B-T-V-H-T-G-A-W-M. Yes! That is a very, very long acronym. All right, now, so allow me to introduce myself. I am Steph Z. You can tweet me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And tonight, I've got the lovely Jillian. Hi, guys. Jillian Leff here. And you can tweet me at Jillian Leff. And throughout the show, I will be checking my Twitter to see if you guys have tweeted anything at me about the show. And also the AfterBuzz hashtag that we mentioned. The mouthful of a hashtag. The, the acronym and a half. Lord mercy. We are finally back. We have missed how to get away with murder. Honestly. It's episode 10. It's hello, Racklenigvus. Fish. Yeah, we have no idea how to say that, but it has to do with crime and punishment. Yes. Raskolnikov. Oh. Cr- no, it starts with an R, dude. Raskolnikov. Oh, Raskolnikov. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I think that's a really good <laughs> pronunciation. I'm going to go with that over... But, but in case we need to, we'll just call him Rascal for the show. Yeah. That'd yeah, be a lot Rascal. easier. We'll so what'd you think? We're back. It's uh, exciting. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I know that I missed you, stuff. I did, o- over I, this know, Over this break. We I had sort of a TGIT withdrawal. We did. So I'm, I'm happy to be back, and I've sort of been keeping in contact with the show since it's been on this long break right. and had been following all the characters on social media really really happy with this sort of like second half of season one premiere i'm really happy with it too i actually we talked about it a little bit when we were watching i just want to mention that i thought they had the most clever commercial like a few weeks back <laughs> when it was like you're missing out and and asher was dancing like it was just goofy and it was cool and it was like a whole chandra land tgit whatever it mm-hmm. was really really awesome i'm glad the show's back and honestly it didn't feel like we skipped a beat we started right back in, mm-hmm. and we're just, I got the chills, what was it, like three times watching tonight? I know. It, actually, it, it was a, a really great episode because we sort of finally got to see what we had, had been craving. You know, the the winter finale obviously told us a lot about what happened, right. but now I really liked the way that they sort of interviewed all of the the main characters involved. Right and intertwined their confession to the cops with flashbacks. So not only do we get to see their sort of 
lying take on what had happened, but also we got to see what really happened again, which I really liked. But it kind of reminded me a little bit of that crazy scene that we saw with the autopsy. Remember that yes. crazy sex scene? Like, it was probably season, like, I mean, episode, like, seven or eight or yes. something. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that, the way they do those intense, like, you know, what happened, what's happening. They mess with the timeline a little bit, and it's really amazing the way that they do that. Yeah, I appreciate it, too, because it was sort of a reminder for us, because I know I personally didn't have time to rewatch the episode, uh, like most of you crazies probably did. But uh, did you? Did you? We, did you? I did not. <laughs> okay. I did not. I might have maybe a little bit, tiny bit, maybe spent one minute, maybe like an hour rereading my notes from the other shows. So yeah. I, I might fall into that category a little bit, but I just want to be prepared, girl. Listen, I think we are prepared. Let, no, we totally are. Let's dive in. Yeah. So let's dive in. We start out, first of all, let's take a look at Annalise. Yes. Again, we start with this vulnerable, the show starts off with her being vulnerable again without her wig on without much makeup on and we see her as they're voiceovering her her confession not her confession but her you know in whatever you call it her her version of what happened yes yes Mm -hmm. and then she puts on you know her wig whatever her hair is different this time which she's looking great Viola Davis is she's just kind of got it she's rocking right now listen she's always looked great I I said it at the Critics Choice Awards she looked beautiful she won an award like she's she's doing big things she is doing big things she's got a couple like movies coming on too she's doing big things but anyway we so we it right away sets us right back in that tone of that she's lying like Mm -hmm. right away she's lying yeah i kind of love it but with the poker face like she has this you know everyone is so good at acting and i'm not just talking about their acting in the show i'm talking about acting within their characters correct because every single person is putting up a front at this point so I, I sort of think, you know, when is that going to mesh together? Because I feel like sometimes stories get crossed. And obviously, we we didn't really see that in this episode. But how much longer can these people act? Well, like everything is okay. Well, right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I don't want to jump to the end or jump to predictions. But again, with this show, since everything ties in together, there's a lot of force. Like, everything goes on at once. Right. Um, I feel like... Where can it go if if they all really get away with this and get away with this murder? And I like at the end of this episode how she used that word. Just trust me and I'll show you how to get away with it. You yeah. know, which is like we finally hear the title. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's finally yeah. there. But if that happens, what's going to happen next season? So there's got to be something. A piece of the puzzle has to fall out. And you actually mentioned it. Let's go there. Let's go to the thing that you mentioned, which was the best thing to me. Is what did was, I say? There was no mention of Michaela's ring in this episode. You're, that you're is still right. the missing piece of the puzzle. We we get like teased a little bit that Wes brought back Sam's ring mm-hmm. for Annalise. Yeah. It, it was the, the first thing when sort of when the episode was half over, or at least I thought Michaela's portion was over, you know, when the, the camera was shined on her. I was like, there was no mention of a ring. She had talked about the alternative plan if they were to confess where she would just sort of disappear and her dreams of becoming, you know, a a high-powered lawyer and, and and a wife to a successful man, you know, would come crashing down. So I don't know what's going to happen. And, and with the specific instructions that Annalise gave 
Wes, which we find out this episode, she was the one that said, burn the bodies. Right. Get rid of the remain, the remains. You know, so I, I think it's going to be a big part of the storyline. We already know how nervous Michaela is as a person yes. and how she, once, you know, somebody semi cracks or like she, when she was, um, talking to the cops and she had ran out and was saying to Connor, they know, they know, they know. She's, she is, she has no chill. It's crazy. She has no chill, but, and I don't know if it's just the sequence that they show, you know, edited and showed us the movie, uh, I mean, the show, but they, the, the SUV, Connor's SUV, that was a hiccup. We didn't see that in anybody else's testimony or questioning. Mm. So the, and she was the one that got that question. So whatever stories they had quote unquote prepared, you know, because Asher didn't prepare that same story because Asher do- isn't in the know of everything. Right. And Asher was the one that brought into the the realm th- that the SUV was in the, the parking lot. I mean, in the driveway of Annalise's house. So then she was the only one that had to deal with that question. Nobody else brought it up. So she was kind of throwing a curveball a little bit. So I I can understand her freak out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give her that one. I mean, she she played it cool. If I were being interrogated about it, I probably would have said the same thing. I mean, come on, you're at a bonfire. Right. There's no everyone is going to the same spot. Also, you you could you know maybe you want to drink right. and you don't want to drive. Like there there could have been so many things that she said, but I thought that she handled it you know properly. Right. I feel like everyone brought in their own extra piece of information to sort of secure that. They were good with the story. Right. Um, you know, as far as Wes's story, um, again, it was he, his little revelation was that Rebecca is his girlfriend. I just want you to know. I want right. to be honest. You know, they're also trying to gain the trust of these two yeah. officers. Which is true because to, to, you know, continue to talk about the testimony and then we'll go on and we'll talk about, you know, the different relationships and stuff that are still happening. But yes, Annalise tells them about Nate. Mm-hmm. Wes talks about Rebecca. And Asher talks about Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And then Bonnie has to talk about Asher. And then Bonnie has to talk about Asher, but clearly Bonnie's like over Asher. And then who does Laurel talk about? Laurel talks about Sam saying that he yes. was looking at her in a sexual way, which I don't know if that happened. I don't know if that, if she was just caught off guard by them being like seeing through her cover so she had to make something up because i don't remember that being an issue do you i mean he was a little creepy i can't i can't exactly remember because i was so hyper focused on his and bonnie's relationship and even bonnie said you know after she had had she had to talk about the asher stuff she said he made a pass at me correct meaning uh doctor doctor or professor keating made a pass uh so Everyone sort of has spilled some additional details. Did Connor? What did Connor say? I don't believe Connor said anything. He said that he feels bad for Annalise and that she ho- he hopes that he's man enough to come back and face what he did. Because right. And he was sort of the last one that they talked yeah. to. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of, um, you know, what happened with all the questioning, the, the police interrogations. I feel like, you know, I want to go through the relationship. So let's, let's start with Connor. Okay. Um, we see 
at the end of you know before the the break connor when when this happens he goes back to oliver mm-hmm. new guy at oliver's house but then we cut to him and oliver it feels to me like some relationships were patched up over the break so to speak like oliver is now helping connor again look up stuff you know tech stuff because that's his strong suit and he seems kind of okay with it. He's kind of like, you know, Connor's asking him about the guy that he saw mm-hmm. and who is it. And right. Oliver's like saying he shouldn't give him information, but at the same time giving him information. I, I don't think Oliver is necessarily okay with it. But I do think when you show someone a certain amount of vulnerability, as Connor falsely did when he said that he had a drug problem and that he was dealing with it and he's really stressed out about school. I mean, you have to have some sort of compassion as a person. So... I I respect Oliver in that sense for not, you know, just dumping Connor completely if he really does buy his story, which I, I think he does at this point. Right. Um. So for me, it's like, okay, listen, you know, you're really down and out and you seem like you're messed up and need my help. So I'm going to help you this once. But like, just so you know, I can date who I want to date and I don't need to tell you about it. Right. Because that's the vibe that I was getting. It's like, I'll help you. Like, I'll be your friend. But there was no flirty attraction because as we saw them in the past, they were like magnets to each other when they were in a room. Yeah, I still think that Oliver cares more than he's letting. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't want to care, but mm-hmm. I think he does. Well, I mean, don't. it's crazy. Like when you have a bad boy, Connor's a yeah. bad boy. Connor's a bad boy. We you know. all love him, though. I know, but you don't want to admit to it. Right. OK, <laughs> so now let's let's get back into Annalise and Nate. Okay. How do we feel about that? Like Nate does it does Nate know or does Nate not know? Like as we see it, Nate does not know that Annalise Annalise came home to Sam being dead and decided to run to her house, you know, that so that she had an alibi. But he doesn't see it that way. He sees it as she found out this information and he ran there to be safe. And I don't know, because when he was spying on Sam, he knew that Sam was there and he was trying to protect her. So does do you believe that Nate believes Annalise is telling the truth? So as we were watching the episode, Steph and I had a little self-debate with this. We did. Um, I don't think that Nate's intentions are as pure as some of the viewers might think. I believe that Nate is Nate knows more than he's leading on to know. Right. And he has believed Annalise but not really believed her before. So when he asks her, you know, is there anything else that you know? You know, are you telling me the truth? Right. I feel like he doesn't really believe her. Like, yes, he cares for her, but I don't know. Is he just a sucker, though? Because then he's like, okay, I just wanted to hear it from you and let's make it out in the car. There's, like, Nate's character is so interesting, but there's so many weird elements to him. I mean, he still has a sick wife right. that we have never met and we don't know much about. Right. So she's still there. So the type of person he is has obviously been shaped by her illness. Also, he had an affair. So that is like... Had, a, is having. Is having. Uh, is having. You know, it's it's definitely, it, it makes us judge his character a little harsher because he is having an affair. Although I think that we pass harsher judgments on him as opposed to Annalise because she's the, she's the main power player in all of this. And he's sort of just a pawn in her chess game. Agreed. Agreed. So I don't really think that we're seeing all of Nate. I think that he is an ex-police officer 
And I think that he knows some things that maybe Annalise doesn't. Right. Maybe different tactics. And I think that that, along with Michaela's ring, will be another thing that comes into play to sort of make this season into a season two. Because as we know, it did get picked up for season two. So, right. You know. Congratulations. We'll be back here next season two. I love it. Um, okay, so now let's move on to Bonnie and Asher. Mm-hmm. What do you think's happening there? I mean, clearly Bonnie just lays it to him so stone cold when he, you know, thinks that something else is going to happen. And she's like, I was drunk and desperate. Ouch. Oh my God, poor Asher. Poor Asher. I don't, I mean, I feel like Asher wouldn't be that guy that can't get a date. I mean, he's, he's charming. He's, he's cute, cute. He's fun. He's that guy that will like put paint on his face and go out and not be too cool to like he make needs it. To, he needs to find the right girl. And I think that, you know, a large part of why Bonnie ended up going over to Asher's place is because of the interaction she had with Annalise and how she, Annalise and also Sam, because Sam made a pass at her and then Annalise was like, get out of my face. I don't want to see you ever again. Right. So there was a lot of emotions happening. There's a lot of stirring. And also, we really don't know Bonnie's backstory, which is important. Like, we really don't know Frank's backstory. So we don't know who these people are. We see them. We see them for face value right now. You know, this is these are all the facts that we know about them. We don't know about their past. I hope that we get to learn about them. Right. I would I would love an episode to sort of see how the gang got together. You know, like. How Annalise and Sam got together. How? Well, I think they're, they're gonna show us more. They're gonna build the characters a little bit more as mm-hmm. we go, but I don't, I don't think in one whole shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. like things will happen and then the back, you know, how we saw Michaela and Aiden and mm-hmm. Connor and Aiden and, right. um, yeah, yeah. And I agree that, you know, well, Bonnie, there's still something mousy about her to me. <laughs> um, and we'll see what, what turns of that. But as far as Bonnie and Asher, yeah, I think it's just kind of a done deal. You know, I don't think that's going to... Everything's kind of intertwined and right. something like that needed to happen. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's something that's going to... I think that will fizzle away. Yeah, same. I um, think she knows she shouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Laurel and Frank. Mm-hmm. What a weird dynamic. It seems like she wants it, but... He's a jerk because he had a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend. She's clearly manipulating him. She had a boyfriend though too. He had a point. Yeah. But what she, but what she said to Frank, you know, it's different because I told you. I like, I, you know, he didn't tell Laurel about his girlfriend, but Frank knew about her boyfriend. Right. So she said the person she was lying to what like Laurel was lying to her boyfriend, Frank was lying to Laura. Mm-hmm. So they're clearly not in the same affair state. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. So I honestly like it's this weird connection because I don't think they make any sort of sense. They have no. this they have this odd chemistry, which is fine, and I guess maybe opposites attract, but they have this weird sarcasm back and forth thing and I just I'm not getting it like I I wonder where it's going to lead to and also Frank is pissed because he knows now that he was a pawn in their game right but do we think that Frank knows everything did Annalise tell Frank everything or did Annalise I don't think she told him everything she had to tell him just enough to get him to be on her side but did she tell him everything 
Did she tell him that she walked in and then told Wes exactly what to do? Or did she just tell him that the four of them got into a fight and accidentally killed Sam? You know, what What do you think Annalise told Frank? The whole story? Come on, I don't think so. I, I have a feeling, no. But I'm going to bring it to the fans. Guys, if you want to get in on our conversation, please use the hashtag ABTV. H-T-G-A-W-M. That stands for How to Get Away with Murder after Buzz TV. Um, so you can, you can use that hashtag. Also tag Steph and I. I'm at Jillian Leff. At I am Steph Z. And we'll be checking Twitter periodically through the show because we would love to have a conversation with you guys as well. I mean, we're sort of really into it, but we also just watched the show, walked into here, yeah. and haven't even had a moment to process. We haven't. So sometimes <laughs> we miss stuff, and we love your guys' comments, questions. You guys have been great in the previous episodes, so we look forward. We've missed you guys, too, as much as we missed the show. We've missed you guys out there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So let's move on to, you know what I think is weird as well? What? Michaela and Connor now all <laughs> of a sudden have this, like, let's stick together and rat everybody out. Yeah, I... How did that happen? They, like, they had a hate because of Aiden. I, I don't... I think everything changed when Sam died. I think it did, too. All of a sudden, there was all this, like, okay, that's all small potatoes type mm-hmm. thing. And now, sure. we need to figure out... Like, this is for real now. This is happening. We could go to jail. We just killed somebody. We're screwed. Let's I mean, get I mean, you have together. to remember, these kids are, like, in their mid to late 20s, you know? Right. Obviously, they've never, you know, half of them are pretty well-off kids. They've probably never had to deal with any of this stuff that's happening to them. Right. Um, especially murder, but all this shadiness and lying and, you know, they're, they're working with the number one liar. And they know that because they've seen her. And I think that's a big reason why they had those cases in the beginning. Right. To show the viewers Annalise's way and build her character and show how ruthless she can be. I mean, look at what those women in the bathroom said about her. That was one of the most amazing scenes of this season. The fact, and, and you guys out there, just, you know, we're, we're jumping a little bit, but we're jumping to the scene where after Rebecca pretty much all the charges get dropped from mm-hmm. her case because they figured it out, they finally get... You, they they finally get the computer to be released so that they can see Sam's coordinates. The way that they do this is by showing that Sam is the father. And also, this comes back to Rebecca saying that Lila asked her about some clinic. Right. They got the videotape from the clinic. So they really went around, you know, when the judge didn't allow Annalise to have get the evidence from the clinic or get the records from the clinic they right. figured out a loophole in order to make sure that she was that Lila was at the clinic in doing that they see that Sam was there they were arguing they got the receptionist to testify it was a very smart loophole mm-hmm. after all that happens um Annalise is in the bathroom and you can tell she's having a I don't know if weak is the right word but she's having a moment like she's a holy down. crap moment yeah. yeah she's breaking down and then these two women come into the bathroom and start um saying how terrible a person she is pretty much you know she's right. cold Who she's would do dark, that to their she's husband she's She's not, she, she's worse than an animal. Yeah, she's worse than, but in the same sense, who would do that to a husband? Whose husband would impregnate a student of his? So it's like, why is she the bad guy? It's so, it's so hard because it's, I, like, I mean, I'm not married, so I don't know, but I just, when you are with someone, she covered up for him for so long. 
And you sort of, you know, you take a vow when you marry someone for better or for worse. And sometimes people stay with one another through some crazy stuff. And it's sort of like I feel like these women are in disbelief that she's trying to put this guy away. But again, like all the facts have not been presented. All the facts have not been presented, but the fact that has been presented is now that he's dead. So even if you go back to that marriage figurative speeching, till death do us part, you're supposed to do all those things. So yeah. she knows he's dead, so it's fair game to be her to get no, her safe. Listen, you're you're very it's it's very true. I I just I thought that it was a it was a par- powerful scene, not only because they referred to an animal, but it was also because didn't Sam call her an animal as well? I believe he did call her an animal. Yeah, it was like the second and time we so heard I that. So I feel like it was a little bit of salt in the wound type mm-hmm. situation. But the fact I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I I would like to think if I was in that, clearly I don't ever see myself being in that same situation. But if I was her in that moment, that I would have enough quote unquote balls to walk out and face that. I I feel like a lot of women would stay in that stall so that it's not awkward until they left. Mm. You know, you see a lot of scenes in TV and movie and she would then, you know, you'd see the scene of the two of the women walk out and then her walk out after feeling even worse about herself. Yeah, and she took that moment, collected herself, walked out, and she was the powerful one. She got back up and they shrunk, you know? So yeah. I feel like that was pretty powerful of her to do that. It's it's hard. And, and again, I hate to jump forward, but I, you know, we see how she's acting in these previews and how she looks sort of broken again. Mm-hmm. But really, she's been she's been trying to remain powerful and strong. So I need to believe her. And I feel like she's going to be flippy floppy with her attitude, depending on who she's in front of. Right. Because, like, she's really strong in front of the kids. You know, she has that talk with Wes, which is almost... And I'm going to say something that you're probably going to love. It was a really motherly moment. That's what I was going to say. She's so related to him. (laughs) There is still something more complex about their relationship. I would bet the mortgage on it. I bet the mortgage. Steph thinks that Annalise is Wes's mom. For those viewers that have not tuned into our show, this has been an ongoing thing. Ma, something... But you don't, the way that she put her hand on his face, you don't, like, that is... Just the relationship that they have, like, the the tears that were welled up in his eyes and the comfort of her hand, like, it was not sexual in any way. No. It was motherly. It was 100% motherly. And I'm so glad you said that. I did. When I was watching, I was like, there's something I know. She didn't say anything to me, but I was like, I don't know. There's something Get in the bank. Yeah, there's there's something more happening with their relationship. And so let's let's move into that. Let's talk about that and let's talk about this secret that Annalise and Wes are keeping that they are the only ones that know what's happening. And then we have, you know, what's happening with Michaela and Connor and they want to get Laurel into this, you know, confession situation. Right. And Laurel actually goes to Wes. How do we feel about that? I mean, I really... She goes to Wes because of what Frank told her. Because Annalise told Frank some yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So, to be fair, you know, we really have to think, okay, so the reason why Frank knows is because Annalise, Annalise got the Frank. results. And, you know, obviously she was excited when she found out that... Yes, the Sam was <laughs> that. The- yeah, it was like, 
she had this just air of relief on her face and she probably almost giggled like Oh, I knew I was right. Which was a little suspicious to me. There's not a lot of suspicious moments with this show. I feel like they patch everything together. But the fact that he right away caught on to that and said something and they did that reveal so quickly was a little bit odd for me for this show. I guess for this show, but... Everything's always kind of intertwined and he would think of it and then he might tell Laurel, then Laurel might might talk about it with Bonnie. Yeah. And then, but like, usually it would go a couple more layers rather than him just to her being like, uh, why do you look so relieved? And her being like, I have to tell you something, but you can't tell Bonnie. Well, we did have, you know, nine episodes before this that, you know, we got to have the slow movement and now with only, Four more episodes. Uh, Including after this, tonight? Oh, after yeah, tonight. Yeah, after tonight, four more episodes. So there's another show that's going to be taking over the 10 o'clock time slot March 5th. So we have four more shows, and I feel like they're going to have to move the, the pacing along a, a little, little bit, bit yeah. just to sort of advance the storylines to where they want it to go. Um, but I just... The chain was so crazy how all of that stuff happened, and I, I was honestly surprised that... Laurel talked to Wes and Wes went to write to Annalise and Annalise met them there. And she, you know, she's a very powerful presence, but... See, that didn't surprise me so much because I feel like, in essence, if they were to do that, it would come back to Annalise. So I feel like she's doing that to protect herself. Number one, a very close second to protect Wes. Well, I forget who she said this to, but Annalise said in this episode, I'm not helping you, I'm helping myself. I believe she said that to Wes. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do, you know, I definitely thought it was a little bit weird that Michaela and Connor were the ones coming together. Laurel said she was gonna, you know, get in on this and also confess. Then because Frank had gone to Laurel, Laurel goes to Wes, Wes goes to Annalise, and then she tells him. Now, you know, I feel like, is there anything else big that's happened in this episode that, that I've missed? Because I feel like I want to end on the note of how do we feel? Will Annalise protect them in the end? Is this going to turn around to be pinned on a student? Is this going to turn around to be pinned on Bonnie because she's the only one in the dark? Like where now, if, if it was you, if you were one of those students, would you feel safe in Annalise? Because is, is she just as much in the boat as you are? Like how do you feel about where we're at honestly she flips so many ways so many different times and we obviously know that she is still going to try even when they eventually find out that sam is dead she's going to make it seem like everything was defense you know it was either she was defending herself the kids were defending themselves you know they felt threatened these were the reasons why they felt threatened at least that's what makes the most sense in my mind but I do feel like she is out for herself. I think that she has a different relationship with Wes. So I think that, if anything, he will remain unscathed. Um, but again, I, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know what they're going to tell us in these next few episodes. And now with uh, Sam's sister in the mix... Yes. Coming in right at the end. It's like they had to leave us with something that was like, holy hell. And I I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen because she brings the element that we've all been wondering, you know, well, I haven't talked to Sam since this date. Or Sam told me this. 
And it's like you, the dead guy can't talk. So does she like Annalise? Does she not like Annalise? What type of relationship do they have? Is it good, bad, ugly? You know, for me, it seems like it's not the best relationship only because, and this could be me just making it up in my head, but like, what if the sister-in-law had a better relationship with the first wife that he left for Annalise. For Annalise. Yeah. There's a lot still to be uncovered. I feel like we're going to find something more out about the story. Well, 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 okay. While we're there, answer this. Do you think that Sam really killed Lila? All signs point to yes, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no with you. Yeah, because I think that would be too easy. I think we're going to find out that... Well, no. well, maybe it was an accident. Maybe maybe it wasn't intentional, like, you know, Sam falling over the, the banister. Maybe something happened. I mean, she was, was like there, weirdly though, chilling on that free. roof, though. But the roof was her place. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, in the heat of the moment, I mean, she threatened, she slipped. He was like, oh. Right. Could it be that he would, on his, when he went over to the Shrey house, he was trying to apologize and trying to say, yes, you can get the abortion. And the other guy, uh, what's his name? Griffin mm-hmm. was there. Like, could it be something into trying? Who knows? But they're keeping us guessing, which is great. They're keeping us guessing. And also, how will they take this into another season? Is someone else going to die? Is Bonnie going to die? Is one of these other characters that we don't necessarily need? Like, Bonnie's a great filler, Mm -hmm. but not a necessity. Not her storyline. If it wasn't there, this show would be great. I love her. We love you, Bonnie. No Mm -hmm. disrespect. But you know what I mean? Like, is there another turn of events, something that's going to happen I don't know. Well, we don't know what happened before the show with her and Bonnie. So we really can't write anyone off just yet. Can't write anyone off. But I feel, I feel like there's going to be another. I don't think the next four episodes will just be figuring out what happened. There's going to be another what happened. I hope to so. To figure out. I can't wait. I hope um, so. All right. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up this episode? No. I, I think we sort of got it all out. And if there's anything else that the fans would want to share with us, please leave a comment on YouTube or iTunes. Yes. And be sure to give a thumbs up to our show if you like it, a thumbs down if you don't. We like any sort of feedback you want to give. Yeah, we'd like to know what you guys think either way. Give us some stars on iTunes. We really appreciate you guys out there. Thanks for listening. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Where can they find you? Where can they find you? Oh. They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Steph with an F. So it's I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff. And I also host The Fosters on Monday or on Tuesday nights. Actually, we've got a new Uh-oh. time slot. Oh, yeah. Tuesdays. But we'll be back next Thursday. We will be back. That's where you can find the both of us here next Thursday to talk about how to get away with murder. Have a great night. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.